Welcome to the Be Iconic Podcast. Each week, dive into the Word of God with practical teaching that you can apply to your life as you live out your faith every day. Join Pastor Terry as he brings you the Word of God. And remember, whomever God favors, the kingdom features and the enemy fights. Be Iconic. That purpose, that doesn't mean that you're not going to go through some things on your way to fulfillment of your purpose. Um, and, and, and so we want to talk about the pain of purpose. It was uh, Rob Bass who, who made that song, Joy and Pain, Sunshine <laughs> and Rain, because he knew that, that, that with, with, with pain, with, with pain uh, there was going to be some joy, but there was going to be some sunshine. There was going to be some rain. That, that means that there's going to be some sunny days. There, there's going to be some some gloomy days. But, but at the end of the day, you can still find joy. You can still find peace. And so we want to talk about pain today and what it means to our purpose. And pain, the word pain comes from the Latin word pena, which means fine or penalty. So, so this is telling you right away in this teaching that there's going to be a cost associated with your purpose, right? There, there's going to be a cost associated with your purpose. And for the purpose of this teaching, though, we want to look at it from a different perspective. So, so pain is generally described as an uncomfortable feeling that tells you that something is wrong. That, that's what pain means. If you look up pain in, in Webster's dictionary, you go to Google and you look up pain, pain, it's going to say that pain is described as an uncomfortable feeling that tells you something is wrong. But, but for the purpose of this teaching, I want us to look at pain from a totally different perspective. I want us to look at pain from, from this perspective. As it relates to our purpose, our pain is going to be described as an uncomfortable feeling that tells you something is right. Right. So, so for, for the purpose of your pain, right, it, it's going to be described not as the world sees it, not, not as what Webster's Dictionary describes it as. It's going to be described as this. It's going to be described as uh, as it relates to our purpose. Our pain is going to be described as an uncomfortable feeling that tells you something is right. So watch this. If you're experiencing any level of pain right now, uh, then, then you need to have an understanding that it's telling you that it's something something right is going on. And that something right is that you may very well be on the way to your purpose. I'll give you just an example. This On, on this week, since Sunday, I've only eaten three times. I haven't felt well, didn't feel the greatest this morning, but I had to get up and persevere through the pain because there's purpose associated with it. There, there's people that, you know, we're, we're developing a level of consistency in this communication that if I say I'm going to be on here, then I should be on here. And, and that means that if I don't feel good and I'm going through pain, guess what? I have to push through it. I have to persevere through it. And see, as Christians, we're blessed because of our faith in Christ. You, you, you know that your sins are going to be forgiven. If, if you love God, you've confessed him with your mouth, accepted him in your heart, you know that your sins are going to be forgiven. And it's your trust in the death and resurrection of Jesus for your that gives you the assurance that your sins will be forgiven. That it gives you the assurance that when your days here on earth are over, you'll move into that dwelling place, that, that heavenly place that we call heaven. Um, and, and see, but 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 here's what you, you need to you know really think about. H have you noticed that just because you're a Christian that you're not um you're not, uh, what, what's the word I'm using for? You're not, um, that, that, that pain, that you're still going to experience pain. 
Just because you love God, uh, that doesn't mean that you will not experience pain. As a matter of fact, some, what what was it? Invincible. Yeah, invincible. And, and see, sometimes we get it twisted and we get into our feelings because we will look at someone that we know who's not a believer, who, who know, you know, we know they don't live their life, you know, according, you know, to, you know, how God wants us to live our lives. Uh, but they still getting blessed. Like, you know, you, you, you say, man, what are they doing that I'm not? Well, the reality is as Christians, we still deal with severe pain in our life. Uh, we, we still deal with severe pain. And it suffices to say that sometimes we go through more pain than that of the unbeliever. Why? Because we have to demonstrate our belief. We have to demonstrate our faith. And, we, and that faith is what allows us to persevere through those storms. Hallelujah. Um, I want to read uh, scripture this morning. Scripture is going to be Romans 8, uh, verses 31 through 39. And it reads like this. It says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Is it, it is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of God, Shall from the love of Christ, shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, as it is written, for your sake, we face death all long and all day long, and we are considered sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, this is my favorite part, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I just want to repeat 37 again. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ that's in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. See, see, Christians suffer just like everybody else. We have difficulty in our marriages. We have financial difficulties. You know, I don't know. Have you ever lost a job? Um, you, you, you know, you uh, are not immune to sickness. You, 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 you're not immune to cancer. You're not immune to natural disasters, tornadoes, hurricanes, financial failure, or even the loss of a loved one in death. For we have all come. Uh, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. See, it's important to understand the context of the conversation in order to utilize it for application. In other words, we have to build a bridge between then and now, and it's important to understand the truth. Just like they said in the movie, A Few Good Men, you can't handle the truth. Can you handle the truth? You, so, so it's important to understand the truth is, and the truth is, is that Jesus suffered for us, that, that he suffered a tremendous pain, uh, the, uh, that is of no comparison. Watch this. The, the pain that he suffered is of no comparison to any pain that we will ever experience. And his pain was directly connected 
to his purpose, to our purpose. And, and yeah, and, and his purpose, he suffered for us so, so that we would have an example to follow. He's demonstrated what we should do, how we should do it. Um, and, and I want you to understand that, that the pain that you're going through, the pain that you're going through, the pain that you're experiencing right now is necessary for the fulfillment of your purpose. Just do me a favor and, and put in the chat that the that, that, that pain is necessary for the fulfillment of your purpose, that pain is necessary for the fulfillment of your purpose. Pain is inevitable for, for even for believers in our experience that there have been times when we have been able to avoid pain. So sometimes you're able to avoid pain and there have been times when you simply have not been able to avoid pain. As an example, in, in, in human birth, we know with the advancements in medicine, the childbirth, that, that the birthing experience is not as painful as it was 50 years ago. However, it's still painful. And, and, and watch this. Even though it's painful, right, every woman knows the pain that's associated with childbirth, yet women are still getting pregnant and having babies. Why? Because there's purpose, right? There's purpose um, for that pain. The, the purpose is that you're going to give birth to another human being, that you're going to bring someone else into this earth. And how could you do that without expecting there to be some level of pain? My, my, my proposition to you all this morning, this is my proposition to you. My proposition is that you would you would look at the purpose or the fulfillment of your pain. My proposition to you is that you would look at the purpose or fulfillment of your pain through the same lens that a woman looks at childbirth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did, did y'all hear me? Look, look, I, I just need to say that one more time, that, that, that you would change your perspective and, and that you would look at pain, that you would look at the fulfillment of your purpose, that you would allow pain to, 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 you would look at pain in the same way that a woman looks at childbirth. And, and if you can do that, you can very well uh, change your mindset. You can very well have a different feeling or a different, or a different uh, understanding mm -hmm. of, of, as to how pain relates to your purpose. For those of us that have an authentic relationship with God, we ought to understand just how important pain really is. And, and I just want to drop this. Let me uh, let me do this right here. Let me, let me, let me show you all something here. Uh, let's see. I want to drop this right here for you all. Let's see. This quote right here, the, the, it was a great philosopher. Uh, I'll read his name at the end. But, but he, he said this, and I quote, the pain of your purpose will produce the most power in your life. And your pain will either be your prison or your platform. <laughs> that was Pastor Terry. That was that, that was that great philosopher that, that not, not a lot of people know, but they're going to know him. They're going to know him because guess what? I know my purpose. I know that God has a purpose and a plan for my life. And, 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 and through that plan and that purpose, there's going to be some pain. But there's also, guess what? There's not going to be a prison. There's going to be a platform. There's not going to be a prison. There's going to be a platform. And, and again, look at this. Read this. Take this to heart. The pain of your purpose will produce the most power in your life. And your pain will either be your prison or your platform. 
The, the real question is, which one do you want it to be? Do you want to be a slave to your pain? Do you want to be locked up to, to your pain? Or do you want to be uh, on a platform? Do you want to allow your pain to propel you into that place of purpose? There, there, there's really three points, and I'm going to be done. I don't want to take up much time today, but there's three points that I want to discuss. The first one is, the first one is that the pain in this life is certain. It's inevitable. Pain in this life is certain. The Bible doesn't teach a health and a wealth and a prosperity gospel, but it teaches us that pain is a part of life, even our life as Christians. The, the question is never, will we have pain? But rather, how we will deal with the pain that life brings. That, that's the real question. And, and number two, we have to develop a kingdom mindset. We have to develop a kingdom mindset for, uh, uh, there's a Bible scripture, it's Proverbs 23 and seven, and it reads like this. It says, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. So, so that means that the, what you think about yourself is what you become. You, you have control, you have authority, you have a dominion over your own self, over your own mind, over your own thoughts, over your subconscious. And as you think you are, you will be. And see, I'm trying to help somebody. I, I don't know. Are y'all being blessed? I mean, because I'm I'm trying to help somebody. And, and what I'm trying to do is get you to understand and change your way of thinking. I'm trying to get you to change your way of thinking. I'm get, trying to get you to speak over your own life. So forget what other people are saying about you. Forget what they're saying you can't do and what you should do. But, but, but you should change your thinking because as you begin to change your thinking, you begin to become the exact very thing that you're thinking. That, that's why the old saints used to say, keep, we keep our minds stayed on Jesus. For anybody that's been in church for any specific period of time, I'm sure you've heard that saying at one point or another. Why? Because they knew that if they didn't keep their mind stayed on Jesus, that they would give their mind to things that they shouldn't be giving their mind to. Right. And we know that's a fact. We know that's true because we were born into sin. We're natural born sinners. We're naughty by nature. Oh, hey. Yeah, we are. That's why the song came out. We're naughty by nature. We, we, we have to be intentional in order to do the right thing. We have to change our mind. We have to have a made up mind. If we're going to say we're going to do the right thing. Right. Then we have to make up our, up our mind that we're going to do the right thing. There, see, there's always confirmation in the word. You know, I just told you in Proverbs 27 and 3 that the Bible says that so, so a man thinks, so is he. So, so there's always confirmation um, in the word. And, and, and it, was, it was that great philosopher Tupac who said, I got to keep my mind on my money and my money on my mind. And, and, and why did he say that? As I listened to the lyrics, I, I knew he was determined to get his. But, but, but watch this. Just the same way he was determined to get his, the other guy in the song was determined to get theirs. <laughs> That's why you can't tie anyone else to your purpose. No one else is responsible for the fulfillment of your purpose because people have have a, a inclination and a mind to fulfill their own purpose, not not your purpose. So, so it's important to understand how we think plays a role in the fulfillment of our purpose. Uh, the, the next one is, as it relates to pain, all pain is sovereignly administered. Th that, that means that, that, that God actually 
knows not only does he know the pain that you're you're feeling that you're in, but it's quite possible that he ordained the pain that you're in. Um, without an understanding of God's sovereignty over our pain, we cannot understand the meaning of our suffering. Can I, can I just say that again? Without a, a clear understanding of God's sovereignty, God's authority, uh, his dominion, his power over us, we cannot understand the meaning of our suffering. We, we must learn to think biblically and, and your stability related to the attitudes you have, it is not related to your circumstances. Your stability is not related to your circumstances. Yeah. Who am I talking to this morning? Your, your, your stability is not related to your circumstances. It's related to how, 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 how sovereign you think God is. That's what your stability is related to. Your, your stability is related to how much you believe in him. You know, we talked uh, we talked uh, uh, last week and this week about, you know, the five things that uh, the five questions that we have to ask ourselves if on our on our pursuit to our, our, our promise. And that is, what do you want? How bad do you want it? Is the thing that you want the thing that God wants for you? What are you willing to give up in order to hold uh, in order to, to have it? And last but not least, are you bold enough to declare it before you have it in your hand? See, see, the because of his sovereignty, it extends to every pain. Every pain that we have is extended to his sovereignty. And it is biblically wrong to say that God permits pain. P pain is something that God is actively involved in, though. He is actively involved in it uh, from all eternity he did, but by, by, by the most wise and holy counsel of his own will, freely and unchangeably ordain whatsoever comes to pass. The, the Bible puts it this way. Also, we obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. That's Ephesians 1 and 11. God doesn't permit pain. He ordains pain. God doesn't permit pain. He ordains pain. He, when he says that God permits something to happen, we often mean that God in his heart of hearts doesn't want a thing to happen, but 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 will allow it for some reason. That's really not biblical. Um, God works all things according to the counsel of his will, or as in the NIV version puts it, him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. God does not merely permit pain, he planned it. Does that sound right? That sound accurate? That, that he doesn't simply permit pain. He planned it. And, and all that comes to pass in according of our in, 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 in our lives, according to the eternal pain of the all-wise, all-powerful, all-loving Heavenly Father, Jesus and, and God. Um, and, and the sovereignty of God is absolute, irresistible, infinite. It will never go away. He's the same today, yesterday, and as he will be tomorrow. God does as he pleases, only as he pleases, always as he pleases. Whatever takes place in time is but with the outworking of which that he has decreed in eternity. Um, and, and, and last but not least, and this is this is where many of you are going to get, um, you know, the revelation that, that that maybe you do need to change your mind about some things. Uh, the last but not least, pain has a purpose in our lives. 
And, and, and since God is sovereign and all wise, every pain that we experience has a purpose. You heard that right. Every pain that we experience has a purpose. What's the purpose of pain? Well, there are all kinds of lessons to be learned from our pain. Let me give you just one of them. Pain can be caused by our sin. That means that pain can be self-inflicted. Um, that, that, that pain can be self-inflicted. Uh, so for, for he who eats and drinks and eats and drinks and judgment to himself, if he does not judge the body rightly, for this reason, many of you are weak and sick, right? And, and when you develop that kingdom mindset, it gives you the both the power and the authority that the words that come out of your mouth began to change your trajectory, that the words that come out of your mouth began to guide you in a direction in which you need to go and not necessarily in the way that you're thinking. Um, so, so many of the, uh, of the so, so, so basically we need to understand um, a couple, couple points. I'm just gonna recap here. Uh, number one, the pain in this life is certain um, that, that we need to develop a kingdom mindset, uh, that, that all pain is sovereignly administered. And last but not least, that pain has a purpose in your life and my life and our lives. Hallelujah. I'm coming up on the 630 hour. I pray that this word has blessed you uh, on this morning. Um, this is uh, the third installment of our um, teaching on purpose. Um, this is the third. Hey, Liz. Uh, I see Liz. Good morning, um, Liz. Thank you for joining us this morning. Um, this is our fourth installment, and we got one more after this. And 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 and, and this next one, though, y'all better be ready. It's going to be uh, on Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. It's going to be about the joy of purpose. We're going to bring it all home. We're going to hit some home runs. We're going to, you know, begin to develop that plan as to, you know, not only what our purpose looks like, but the joy that we're going to experience as we walk down that that path, that journey to fulfillment of our purpose. Hey, tell Isaiah, I, had, I said good morning. And, and also that we are very proud of him. We see what he's doing from a distance. Um, and we're super, super proud of the young man uh, that he's become and certainly the mother uh, that you are um, to your kids and your family. Uh, I do want to give an opportunity for uh, prayer um, this morning. I also want to remind you all um, to download our app. Um, download our app. You know, if you don't get the opportunity to tune in to this broadcast, you always have an opportunity to go back and look at it on demand. If you would go to um, the, the Google or the uh, Apple store and search for My Church by Pushpay. As a matter of fact, I'm going to just put this in the chat. My Church by Goodness, I, I can't spell my church. I push. Hey, is that right? Yeah, my church by push pay and search for iconic church, and and then once you do that, you will officially have the app. You will have the app. Let me see if I can put it on here. Uh, where is it at? My church by push pay. My church by push pay. 
Um, and then just search for the word Iconic Church. Once you do that, you'll have the app. And again, you'll be connected. And, and once you get connected, let's stay connected. But before we close, I want to offer up um, an opportunity for any type of prayer requests, um, any any type of um, you know questions, comments. Um, right now, the floor is yours. Floor is yours. And uh, we don't we don't hear anything. Then we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump into prayer. And then we're going to close out and send y'all on on your way to your purpose. We're going to send you out on your way to your purpose. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you this morning. God, we thank you this morning, God, that you're taking us on a journey, God. Uh, and it's not just any ordinary journey, God. It's a journey that we need to go on. It's a journey that has been predestined for us. It's a journey that has been ordained over our life. And in this journey, God, we're going to uh, begin to, to go in a direction that you would have us to go in order to, to do the things that you would have us to do. What we're talking about is the will of God being fulfilled in our lives, the will of God being fulfilled in our purpose. And once we establish what our purpose is, then we gain an understanding that it's if it's in accordance with your will, guess what? We know it's going to happen. If, if, if we are in prayer and we're in supplication to you and we're believing um, and we're asking and we're praying, God, please allow my purpose to be aligned with your will for my life. God, please put me in the direction of the way that you would want me to go. God, please put me in a company of people, God, that you would want me to be with. God, put me in a circle, God, that's going to propel me, not 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 uh, take me uh, in, in another direction. God, put me around people, put me around bosses. Put me around people who make it happen, God, because guess what? Birds of a feather flock together, God. And we thank you, God, that that when when you change our environment, God, you, 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 you're making moves to take us into that heavenly uh, uh, place, that, that, that place where purpose is being fulfilled. And when we get into that place where purpose is being fulfilled, we develop an understanding about all these things that we've been talking about. We develop an understanding that, yes, there is going to be some pain associated with my purpose. Any woman that has given birth to a child will tell you uh, that even with an epidural that she still experienced pain. But she experienced the pain because she wanted to experience the glory of raising a child, of bringing someone else into mankind, into the world. And, and for that, God, we give you glory because that's not of our own doing, God. That's what you created. That's what you ordained. God, so we pray right now, God, for every single person that's in this stream right now, God. We pray even now, God, that their purpose is being fulfilled, God. We pray even now, God, that their mindset is changing, God. We pray even now, God, that their, their mindset is changing so much to a degree, God, that they won't uh, uh, consider what people tell them they are that they won't consider who people tell them they are, that they won't be, be confined to the, to the prison of what somebody else says they should be, that they will begin to take control over their destiny and begin to understand that their life does have a purpose. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that for, for, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future, plans to prosper you and not harm you. God has already ordained your purpose. All you have to do is begin to think about that purpose. All you have to do is begin to walk in the way of that purpose. All you get, need to begin to do is declare that purpose. See, see what, what my bishop taught me, that last statement is, are you willing to declare it before you hold it in your hand? That means that you have the ability to, to propel yourself into your purpose by the words that come out of your mouth. 
So God, we pray right now, God, that people are beginning in their mind, beginning to say, I am victorious, that I am going to be a, a doctor. I am going to be a, I am going to be an electrician. I am going to be a plumber. Whatever you want to be, you begin to, you need to begin to tell yourself that that's what you are. You need to begin to tell yourself that's exactly what you are. And as you begin to tell yourself that that's exactly what you are, you will begin to become exactly what you're supposed to be. God, we thank you this morning, God, that people are receptive to a word, God, that in this season, God, that, you know, of COVID and of uncertainty and of, of change, God, that, that people still need a word. They still need a word, God. They still need to develop an understanding, God, that you do have a plan for their life. You do have a purpose for their life, God. I pray even now, God, that, that they're on their way to their purpose, God, that once they discover their purpose, God, that they're going to begin to create that underlying principle in their life, God. And once they create that underlying principle in their life, which establishes the foundation of their purpose, that they will begin to align their life with that underlying principle. That means changing your lifestyle, changing the things you do, the places you go, the people you're around, the way you think. Once you develop that underlying principle as your foundation, your life will come into alignment with your purpose. That, that's really what our prayer is, God, that our lives will come into alignment with our purpose. God, we thank you this morning, God, right now, God, that our purpose is being aligned with your will for our life. God, I'm just going to speak it over every caller. I'm going to speak it over every person in this stream right now. And, and, and if you're being blessed by this, just, just put in the chat, I'm being blessed, that I'm blessed, that, that I'm blessed. I'm, I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. Everywhere my foot sets, I'm blessed. Everything I put my hands to will prosper as a result of my thinking, as a result of what I'm saying out of my mouth. Yes, I do speak life and not death over my own life. I don't need you to tell me who I am. I don't need you to tell me what I can be. I don't need you to tell me where I can go. God has already ordained this over my life. All I have to do is put my myself in alignment with his will for my life. And guess what? If he has ordained this for my life, this purpose, if you're connected to me, guess what? I'm going to help you with yours because we all have a different understanding. We all have a different mindset. And the reality is, is that we don't all have the same relationship. And see, uh, what I need you to know, you know, with the iconic church, see, you're an icon. That means that you're the image of Christ on earth. See, what God's plan for us was, was to bring heaven to earth. And he does that through the blood that was shed on Calvary. He was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities so that we might have uh, the ability to be forgiven through the blood that was shed on our behalf. And we shouldn't take that for granted. We shouldn't take that for granted and we should use it as an example that if he suffered for us, then, then, then what should we do? Should we be complaining about what we're going through? Should we really be complaining about how we feel and what we don't have and where we can't go and what we can't do? I don't believe we should because the Bible tells us that our present sufferings are no comparison to our future glory. That means that we need to do some things on this side that's going to uh, elevate and propel us into that future glory. What do we need to do? We need to be in purpose. We need to be in purpose. So I pray this morning uh, that this word has touched someone and it is a blessed you in such a way that you know you have a purpose. And not only do you know that you have a purpose, that you know you need to do some things in a specific order, in a specific way for that purpose to be fulfilled 
in your life. Hallelujah. I, I pray that this word blessed you today. Uh, please like, tag, and share um, this message. You know, many people don't know Pastor Terry. You know, I feel like God has called me and propelled me into my purpose. And right now I'm on my platform. I, I'm on my platform that God is propelling both me, my Lady Joyce, and the iconic church into the way, into the world uh, where he wants us to go. There's a certain people, a certain uh, a specific people, a specific community, a specific generation of people that he means specifically for us to reach. Uh, so please like, tag, and share that. And I want to put this on the screen one more time for those of you that might have joined a little bit late. And it relates to, where is this quote at? Where is this quote at? Um, oh, here we go. It's, it's a great philosopher, guys. I, I, I don't know if y'all know him, but uh, I, I have this quote from him. It says, the pain of your purpose. I want to leave y'all with this. Uh, the pain of your purpose will produce the most power in your life. And your pain will either be your prison <laughs> or your platform. Can, can I say that one more time? I, I just, I, I like the way that sounds. I like the way it sounds. The pain of your purpose will produce the most power in your life. And your pain will either be your prison or your platform. Hallelujah. I pray, pray this word bless you on this morning. Uh, I don't know if I'm preaching to myself or what. I feel blessed. I'm not even going to front. I feel blessed as a result of this word. I feel blessed as a result of this teaching. If you feel blessed, just go ahead and drop it in the chat. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. I am blessed. Hallelujah. We always have an opportunity to give for the Bible says that when we give, we should get back good measure, pressed down, shaken together and overflowing. Will it come back to us? By any means, are you obligated uh, to give? Uh, but if, if this has touched you in, in such a way that you feel so inclined, then by all means, uh, please do. And I just want to pray over your gift. God, right now, God, in Jesus name, God, we pray. God, over every gift and every giver. God, I speak prosperity even now over any gift that is given on this morning. God, I speak prosperity, God, that this gift, God, will be a seed. God, it will be not only a seed, God, but it will go into good ground. And God, as a result of the ground that is going to go in, God, that there's going to be a harvest. God, there's going to be a harvest. And that harvest is going to be so big that I believe that, that, that God is propelling me even now to speak over your life and to let you know that the harvest will be so big that you will not have room enough to receive it. You will not have room enough to receive it in Jesus' name. And, and, and see, this is our this is what happens when we change our mindset on, you know, and we develop a kingdom mindset. We we develop a mindset and an understanding that the money we have doesn't belong to us, that, that you really can't take it with you. And if you really want to see your life change, start giving. And I'm not saying necessarily to me or the, in this broadcast, I'm saying generally. Um, you, you will be blessed. Your life will change. Things that, that, that wouldn't normally happen will begin to happen uh, because God loves a cheerful giver and, and, and he blesses us uh, indicative of, of how we give and how we love. And, and, and you know, and, and let, let me just say this. Giving isn't always monetary. Giving isn't always monetary. Giving is, you know, through time. It's through love. It's through, you know, a lot of different things. So, again, uh, text the word GIVE to 833-790-7038 or cash up dollar sign Iconic Church. I pray that this word bless you on today. Again, remember, there you have a purpose. 
You have a purpose. Don't let anyone get in the way of your purpose. Don't let any obstacle uh, keep you from fulfilling your purpose. And, and, you know, we remember what that word obstacle means. If you've been in any of these uh, sessions prior to today, you know that the obstacle is meant to be tackled because it combines two words, both obstruction and tackle, meaning that there's an obstruction in your way that's meant to be obliterated, that's meant to be gone, that's meant to disappear. Abracadabra, sayonara, it's gone. Uh, God, so we thank you this morning. God, we give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise. God, it's in the matchless, omnipotent name of Jesus Christ, our risen Savior, that we pray. Thanks Amen. for listening to the Be Iconic podcast. If today's message blessed you and you would like to learn more about what God has for your life, you can reach us at our website, www.iconicchurch.com. And remember, Whomever God favors, the kingdom features, and the enemy fights. Be iconic. Mm-hmm.